It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, you are listening to Proverbs with Daisy Maskell. It is me, Daisy. Welcome. This is a podcast all about extraordinary people and extraordinary stories. Here we will shine the spotlight on their journeys and hopefully learn something about ourselves and the way that we live our lives from their experiences too. Join me for the next half an hour as we get to know our guest. In this episode, I am sitting down with psychic Emily Lewis. I've seen mediums and psychics before for my own readings, but Emily is going to talk us through her practice, how she started, speak on whether we all have the ability to tap into the other side and what we can learn from those who come through that have passed. Right, welcome back to another episode. I'm particularly excited about this one. I think this one's going to be a good one. This week, we are chatting to the incredible Emily Lewis, who is a psychic. Hey, Em, how are you doing? Hello, I'm so good. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me on the show. No, we're so excited to have you. Thank you so much for being here. I guess I'll kick off with this question, which is when did you first notice you had this ability? Was this something that you noticed in childhood? Did it come a little bit later on? in life? What were those early signs that you experienced? Yeah, absolutely. That's an amazing question. When I was little, I was absolutely obsessed with all things mystical and magical. I was the kid who was waiting for the letter from Hogwarts to let me know that I had magical powers. I was really interested in supernatural topics. And I would honestly spend hours at the library and at bookstores, just reading as much as I could about being psychic, about auras, about energy and numerology and all of those fun topics. But the thing was, I definitely was super empathic, super sensitive as a child, but I didn't see those psychic gifts within myself. I wanted somebody to knock on my door and be like, hey, like we want to have you on that TV show, uh, Psychic Kids, and to invite me on a show like that to prove to me that I had those gifts. But you can tell, I mean, those aren't normal interests for a child. Um, And so looking back, I can definitely see, yes, (laughs) I had very early signs of having psychic gifts, but it took a journey later on in life for me to discover and see those gifts within myself. That's so amazing. Yeah, that that, that interest, that inkling was definitely there um, with you from early on. Do you think it's something that can be taught or fine-tuned? Do we all have the ability to be psychic, Emily? Yes, absolutely. We are all intuitive. And the analogy that I like to give is that Think about a basketball player, right? There are some people who are just so naturally inclined to play basketball that they, you know, receive training and then they end up in the NBA or in some major league. 
But for other people, they may not have the natural talent, but if they train and practice every single day and receive the help that they need, they can absolutely end up in a major league as well. So that's the same with your intuition. All of us have intuitive gifts. And even as an adult, you can train your intuitive and psychic gifts in order to be able to use them to help other people, which I think is such a cool thing. What were some of the methods that you were taught that you remember being taught, Emily, that enabled you to tap into your craft further? Yeah, absolutely. So I took a couple of intuitive and mediumship courses when I first started feeling really called to do this work. And meditation was a really key part of my journey. So learning how to relax into meditation, calm the mind, calm the body. And in those meditative experiences, I started being able to connect to my spirit guides and to my guardian angels um, and other spirit beings and loved ones on the other side. And in those meditation experiences, I realized, wow, this actually feels real. Like, is this actually (laughs) happening? Uh, Or am I making this up in my head? And then I realized along the way, like, this is actually real. Like, they're really giving me guidance that I can really use in my life. Um, So meditation was definitely one of the biggest ways that helped me unlock these gifts. I would love to know what the process is like for you, because I I feel as though that with me, I've always felt as though there was something there. There, There's definitely been an interest throughout my childhood as well towards this sort of thing. But I would, I want to know for you, Emily, someone that has fully tapped into their psychic powers and, and I guess has seen the other side. What is the process like for you? Do you get sort of a visual representation? Yeah, that's an amazing question. So when I'm doing a reading for a client, I connect into their energy field. Um, and actually right now I am an Akashic Records reader as well which we can get into a little bit later. But currently my process is I open the Akashic Records for the client, the Akashic Records being the quantum field of information about their soul and their soul's gifts. So when I connect into the client's energy field, I open their Akashic Records using a little intention setting prayer in my mind. And as soon as I connect to their energy field, I visually see in my mind's eye information about them. And that could be, It looks to me kind of like a movie scene of information, almost like I'm watching a movie in my mind. Um, That could also be connecting to their loved ones on the other side. So I may see faces in my mind of perhaps their grandparents or a loved one who are trying to come through. I also hear information, um, not with my physical ears, but in my mind, it's almost like I'm being downloaded with words and phrases and sentences of information to share with the client. And all of those represent different psychic gifts uh, that we all have that we can tap into. I think this is so incredible. This is something that I could talk about for so long. And I'm so (laughs) happy that you went through the process of tapping into this because you're so great. I can see and I can hear that you're so great at what you do. And and I feel like it must be, uh, it's it's more than, I guess, a job. You can get so much personal satisfaction. And I guess you've you've made a lot of personal growth along the way as well from this too. Oh my gosh, huge leaps and bounds. It's been so Mm -hmm. cool to be able to use these gifts to help others. And also with, with working, a lot of my clients I've had for, you know, five, six months or more, and to be able to see the shifts that they have made in their lives externally with the guidance that I've given them has just been so rewarding. And so just so cool. Emily, what sort of things can you predict? What do clients often visit you for? 
Yeah, that's a great question. So I don't, I'm just going to be honest with you. I don't love giving future predictions and I'm going to tell you why, first of all. (laughs) So, (laughs) so we all have the power of free will and free will to make decisions and choices in our lives. So depending on the decisions and choices that we make, a prediction that I give a client or a future timeline possibility that I give a client may or may not come true because they could walk out of their house the next day and completely make a different decision that is totally out of the box for them. Them, and that could put them on a different path. Now, sometimes some the, some of the future information that comes through is so strong for a client that I have to share it with them because it is in their energy field. So it is within the realm of possibilities for them to be able to have that experience happen or meet that person or whatever it is with the information that's coming through. But I do really focus my readings on life guidance. So we focus a lot on career and business. I have a lot of clients who are getting ready or who want to start their own business or to start a side hustle. Um, I focus a lot of guidance on relationships. I have a a lot of clients who are currently married or who are in long-term relationships and really kindling a deeper relationship with their spouse or their partner. Um, And I have a lot of clients who have some health issues going on. So we also focus on health um, and how to be in right relationship with the physical body as well. So those are some of the main areas that we focus on. Is it difficult to shut things out, Emily? Or when you were sort of, I guess, learning to fine tune these things, did you find it was difficult to switch yourself off or close yourself down once you've tapped into that other side? Yes and no. Um, I have very strong energy boundaries. So when I'm out and about in public or I'm with a group of friends or hanging out on the weekends, I have very strict like energy (laughs) procedures that I do so that I don't allow in um, information and psychic information and so forth. But the hardest thing for me actually And one of the reasons why I really clicked with your story was sleep. Um, I receive a lot of psychic information at night and when I'm sleeping, which when I first started this journey, I couldn't sleep. Um, So nighttime and when I'm sleeping or trying to sleep, I should say, is probably one of the hardest, hardest things for me to rein in. So, oh, girl, I relate to that. <laughs> I really, really do. And I've had so many people actually, when I, I've spoken about my struggles with sleep before, I've had so many people talk about energy because it's, it's the one thing that I say I feel like I've got too much energy. My mind yeah. is not switching off. And I've even had brain scans about this sort of thing, whereby, you know, it's showing that my mind is constantly active. I've got too, it's like my body wants to sleep, but my mind is racing. And I've, I've had people tell me to sort of investigate this side of things as well. So yeah, I can, I can definitely relate to um, that. I can, I can see how that could interrupt your sleep for sure. Emily, what is the other side like? I feel like we've used this phrase a number of times during this yeah. episode already. But what is the other side like? What can you tell us about it? Yeah, absolutely. So based on my experience, the other side I know to be a dimensional realm, also known as the astral plane. Um, There are different dimensions and each dimension is a different energy frequency. So when I'm tuning into that astral plane or when I'm tuning into another dimension of information, um, just to give you a brief example, our loved ones who are on the other side, also known as heaven, also known as the astral plane, they represent a specific energy frequency. So they vibrate at a specific energy frequency, which I tune into using my psychic gifts. 
angels and our guardian angels who absolutely exist, absolutely are real, they vibrate at a higher frequency than our loved ones on the other side. So they reside in a different dimensional plane uh, than our loved ones in heaven. And so I'm tuning into a different energy, a different frequency when I'm connecting to angels, for example, or even you could say extraterrestrials. Extraterrestrials do exist and they also vibrate at a specific energy frequency. So I use my gifts when I want to tune into that energy as well. So again, it is all about energy. Um, these beings don't have a physical form. They don't have physical bodies, but any psychic, any medium, anyone with intuitive gifts is using those gifts kind of like a telephone to communicate within that specific energy frequency to receive information through their psychic gifts. Continuing the conversation on Proverbs after this short break. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I think it's about openness. I think as long yeah. as you open up your mind to this sort of possibility, Absolutely. then it becomes a lot easier to understand because I think people are scared and they shut down for all different reasons. But once you open your mind up to that possibility, I think it it's a lot easier to understand and sort of learn to accept the possibility that there, you know, there is or there could be something else that is out there that is somewhat bigger than us that has, you know, that still has some sort of control in our day-to-day lives. Emily, what are some of the most memorable moments that you can think back on of things that you picked up on for clients? Absolutely. That's a great question. So one of the first mediumship readings that I ever did, um, it was so cool because I connected into this client's energy field and immediately I was seeing this visual of a white dove, specifically a white dove, which was super random um, and unusual. And then I started receiving some information about this person's grandmother. So I saw her face in my mind's eye. She gave me some information about what her career was and some messages that she had for the client. And as soon as I got on the call with the client, they said to me, Emily, this is so bizarre, but I think I just saw a white dove in my backyard and it's 9 p.m. Wow. <laughs> outside of New York City. And I was like, what are you, are you kidding? They were, your gr- grandmother was just showing me this visual of a white dove. So that oh. is from her. That's validation for you that she's sending you that sign. And it's really cool because I'm still in in communication with this client and um, he receives birds as signs from his grandparents all the time. So it's been so cool to hear from him about that. 
Um, another really cool experience that I had have to share. I, when I was connecting to a client who, uh, through mediumship, one of the first things that I was shown for this client was specifically the color purple. And normally in my human brain, I want to try to make meaning out of symbols like that. I want to, you know, connect the color purple to intuition or amethyst, like the amethyst necklace that I'm wearing right now, or some to assign some meaning to it. But for some reason, I just felt called to tell this client, I'm seeing the color purple right now. Like, what does that mean to you? And the client immediately burst into tears. And she said, <laughs> I, I asked my mom who we were kind of in communication with her mom on this call. Um, I asked my mom to come through to you and in order to let me know that it was really her coming through. I wanted her to show you the color purple specifically. So I was like, oh my gosh, my mind is blown. Like even me as a human, like I still have those moments of like, is this really real? Like, am I really doing this for people? And then when I have Mm -hmm. those experiences like that, it's like, wow, it's incredible. Connecting to the spirit world is a real thing. That is really so incredible. And I think it brings people for whatever reason they're coming to see you a lot of peace and comfort and guidance as well, which is always a good thing. And as you said, you know, this is really a a field of work that is about giving back and and doing something good for another person. And I think, yeah, just just the feeling of validation is is a very, very powerful thing. And that's something that you're able to give people, which is which is so great. Um, Emily, is there anything that you picked up from me in particular during this conversation? Oh, that's a great question. To be honest, Daisy, I haven't really been tuning into your energy field. It's a little bit of a process for me to do that, but I'm happy to do that if you would like to give me just a few moments to to tune in and see what comes through. Okay, amazing. For some reason, your guides keep showing me a teddy bear. I... And it feels like there's a teddy bear that is really important to you um, that perhaps you are holding on to in your room or that you keep at home, which is so interesting. So is there a particular teddy bear that's significant to you? I do have one in particular, and I always feel bad. I've, I've, I've just moved into my first place and it's something that means a lot to me, but it feels weird to just have out on my bed <laughs> at 24 years old, but it's something that... I definitely can't get rid of. I'm very, very sentimental with um, with memories. I have the biggest memory box ever, but I definitely do have one specific teddy bear from my childhood that I could never get rid of for sure. Yeah. And so the message that's coming through from your guides is it's like, first of all, they're so proud of you for moving into this new space and for starting that young adult journey by having a place of your own. That's so exciting. But second of all, it's almost like, I don't know if there's a part of you that feels like you need to keep the aesthetic or keep things looking a certain way, but your guides are saying that you're going to receive more comfort and enjoy feeling the hominess of your new place more by keeping some of your personal items close at hand, like in your new, in your new house. And also I feel like there's something for you there too, around being able to get more rest in your new house. Honestly, Daisy, it feels like from your energy field that you have been going a million miles a minute (laughs) over the course of the last few (laughs) weeks. And I'm getting a lot of messages for you around slowing down. 
and taking some time to rest and taking it easy and allowing yourself that time to be able to rest, especially at the end of a long day. So just, you know, I know you have a lot going on, but just take that for what it's worth. But your, your guides are really encouraging you to take things slowly when you can. That makes a lot of sense. I think this place that I moved into, it was, it was my first place. And I think I've got an extreme sentimental attachment to it, of course, because it's the first place that I've been able to put a stamp on. And it feels like I've been able to create my own environment that's really really positive and is a place where I can sort of come home and unwind and relax so I yeah I I definitely sort of relate to some of the things that you're saying surrounding that as well I'm a big homebody and my my home means a a lot to me Um, I get a lot of comfort um, from my home so yeah I, I definitely have a special connection to my home life and and this new place that I bought there Amazing. What would be really interesting, just from my perspective, would be to open your Akashic Records to see if there Mm -hmm. are any past lives that are influencing sleep and that are influencing how your ability to sleep and your ability to um, feel rested and so forth. So I don't know, just that's just a side note (laughs) coming for me. Thank you so much for that, Emily. That was that was so great. I, I've actually been to um, psychics and I've been to mediums before as well. And I feel like I don't know whether anyone else can relate to this or you've heard any any clients say this to you before. But I feel like going into it, you, of course, want to feel open, but you also feel a certain amount of pressure not to give anything away. Does this make it harder? Can you tell when someone's doing this? Yes, um, absolutely. <laughs> a lot of my clients come with very strong energy boundaries of their own, especially Mm -hmm. if they work in a field like psychology or if they're a teacher or if they work with people like a nurse or in a medical Uh field where they're constantly caring for other people, they subconsciously keep up really strong energy boundaries, which can make it difficult for me to tap into their energy field and receive a lot of information. So during my readings with clients, I always start them out with doing a brief meditation to help them do some deep breathing to really just allow them to relax and open up a little bit more so that I can access a deeper level of information about them. Emily, is it true that you have a a certain amount of responsibility, or at least you feel a certain amount of responsibility not to tell clients certain things? That is a great question. And yes, uh, depending on the information (laughs) that's coming through, I have a Uh process that I use where I communicate with the client spirit guides and I'll ask them, like, is it for the person's highest good that they hear this information Mm -hmm. today? Yes or no. And depending on what I'm receiving around that, um, I will share them. I will share with them the information that I feel like is going to best be in service to them, um, depending on what that information is. I mean, there are so many different scenarios where this can come up. Um, and truthfully, for the majority of clients, I receive very positive, very uplifting information for them. But from time to time, those harder things can come up. And I always want to do what's best to serve the client in order to help them potentially avoid a difficult situation or change their behavior, change their decision-making so that we can potentially avoid a future outcome. So I'm pretty sure I I know the answer to this question, Emily, but I'll I'll ask you it anyway, because I think it would be really great just to hear your perspective too. But how has your work 
changed if it has the meaning of life for you oh that is a great great question so yes absolutely before i started doing this work professionally I lived a very externally focused life, like very focused on the corporate job that I was in, very focused on my relationships and other people, very focused on just living kind of this external life. But doing this work professionally has really allowed me to open myself up and do more internally focused work to focus on me and to get back to who I am and get back to enjoying life just by being me. So it's really opened up a whole new level of self-love for me. And I feel like that's one thing that I really want to teach my clients as well is that the meaning of life is to be here and to enjoy being here and to be your most authentic version of you. And I really help to peel those layers back from my clients so that they can connect into themselves at an even deeper level. It really is so true. I feel like you can so easily, we, we're all guilty of it, just sort of getting caught in the rat race that is working and, and life. And I, I think one of the greatest things that will come out from the effects of the pandemic is people indulging in self-care a little bit more and realizing yeah. the importance of being able to balance, you know, work life and personal life and just investing more time in just getting to know themselves. It, it's so crazy, the concept that so many of us don't really know ourselves sort of inside out. I think there is a is a lot of beauty in sort of spending time alone and reconnecting with yourself and, and just learning more about, about life away from, you know, work and earning money and focusing on relationships and focusing on other people's drama. Um, so no, that, that's, that is really, really important. And Emily, we asked this as the final question to the end of every episode. If you can, or if, if, you, if you have one in particular, please could you share with us your life mantra or something that just gets you up and gets you, gets you going through each day? Oh, I absolutely love that. So this is kind of an unusual answer. And I have to preface it by explaining it a little bit. So one of my things that I teach my clients is that we are all secret agents here on earth with a very specific mission and purpose to help others and to help humanity. So I kind of picture myself as this psychic, but also as this secret agent. And I work with my angels and guides in... I kind of picture them in like a control room and they are downloading me with the information that I need to receive in order to do my work for the day in order to help my clients. So the thing that really gets me out of bed in the morning is knowing that I am that secret agent. I am on this incredible mission and that I am here on earth at this time to help others and to help humanity enjoy life to the ultimate fullest. So just knowing that I am that secret agent on that mission is one thing that just really gets me pumped up to get out of bed and start the day fresh. I think that has been one of my favorite ones that we've had so far on this series <laughs> of this podcast. No, it is a really, really great run. I love the way that you explain it. And I think that finding what you believe your purpose is in life is a really, really powerful thing as well. So there's a lot that we can take away from that. And really, this has been so great. I knew that I'd really enjoy this one. Thank you so much for joining us on this You're week's so episode. Where can everyone find 
find you if they want to learn a little bit more about your work? Yeah, absolutely. So on Instagram, my Instagram name is Emily the Mystic. So you can find me there. You can also find me at www.emilythemystic.com. Emily, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. This has been so much fun. And that concludes this episode of Proverbs with Daisy Maskell. That is me. I hope you enjoyed it. Hit subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes and I will see you soon. Step into the world of power, loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply